Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Hey everyone, Raz here. Um, just want to thank you for tuning in to uh, this episode of The Secrets of the Seraphim. And um, just wanted to go over a couple things with you uh, before we get into this one. New RPG systems for the players can be daunting. Uh, I'm sure any of you who've played RPGs know that. And also for the storytellers. So in this episode, we have our first kind of combat. Now, it's the team's second, but it's been a couple weeks since they've actually been involved in some serious dice rolling situations. And we thought off mic that we would try something because it's a show and it has to be listenable. Uh, to roll people in initiative order that I called out. So we thought about doing like a reverse order thing uh, to get people who have the least amount of actions a chance to do something in a situation. Uh, and that's just based on dice pools. So uh, you're going to hear me call out an initiative order. Now in 7C, the real initiative order, whenever there's a situation that occurs, should be by the number of successes uh, in the dice pools that people have. Um, believe it or not, this is new to us because while that that sort of makes sense, 7C wants uh, the, the storyteller to lay out the entire situation. So if you hear me say there's 12 guys, that's a potential for 12 wounds. The team understands that. So they now have to either jump those people fast and knock out as many as they can and then save actions to absorb wounds. Or they have to describe all their information to me. Um, we're still getting some of that worked out in this episode. So we're recording weeks in, a, in advance. And... Um, We've already come upon other situations where it's the flow is much better. But in this episode, it's still us trying to work through the dice system to make it listenable for you and still try to keep as true to the rules as possible. Uh, and that's not always the same thing. A, a, a real RPG tabletop does not translate great into a show all the time. Um, that's We've learned that through mistakes that we've made with other, other shows. Uh, so especially heavy combat systems like a Conan, and you really have to mute down some of that action and still make it so that the listener knows what's going on and has a good time but doesn't get swallowed up by the amount of math and dice and everything else so bear with us uh this was a little bit of a learning curve in this particular encounter the way i set it up uh but the players i thought got through it and it got we got right back on track it sounds okay but in the future the combats will sound even bigger and more thematic we've already recorded a few of those so uh just to give you a heads up this is like i said 7C is a very, very different system than we've run before, but we're so excited to do it. And uh, we just want to thank you for being a part of it with us. We're uh, looking forward to sharing this adventure that's going to get absolutely off the scale, off the chains crazy. Uh, and if you've listened to any of our other shows, you know that I have the potential to do that anyway. So <laughs> thanks for being a part of this with us. And we'll talk again real soon. Bye-bye. Alyssa, Annika, you're upstairs and you see soldiers in black hats with green scroll work, turn, look, and go, Ooey, you're coming with us. Table flips. His sword is drawn. 
I'm not going anywhere. Greta pulls out two knives. He's pulled weapons. Everyone starts yelling, screaming. Weapons are being drawn hither and thither. The guy downstairs starts running up the steps. And we'll start there. Here comes the action sequence for this evening. Ui is about to be captured or taken away for questioning. And we don't know why. Well, we do know why. He's constantly making shady deals with people. But that's not the point. Something else is going on here. And unfortunately, it's happening on the night you need to get these cannons. So there are five now upstairs. These are the city watch. Ui is there with his swords. Greta has her knives. What do you guys want to do? You have the first motion. Tell me, describe. So right now, you see five men armed rushing towards Ui, who has just tossed the table to the side. I'm... I move my chair back a bit, but I'm not moving just yet. I would like to go behind Annika because I... I'm not built for fighting. I'm built for talking. So, um, if I see her hanging back, then I am also going to hang back. Your idea here is to just dodge the fight. Stay out of the way. I, this is none of my business. If, like, Greta tells me to, like, get involved or something, maybe. But I'm literally like, okay, obviously this is too hot. I know when to take a step back. She's trying to be restrainful right now, not I'm going to just punch the first thing I see. A fight breaks out. So they're they're fighting for their lives. Swords. Yezebel, you hear sword fighting from upstairs where normally, you know, you know, Ui and Greta hold court. Yeah. Um, Your friends I, are up there. All I heard was that, oh, we're going to arrest those two. And then fighting broke out upstairs. So I feel like I have to go get my little chickens. They're up there. So up I go. Okay, so you dash through. There is some fighting going on down here. A couple more. Uh, Several more men in these tentacle hats come pouring through the door. They're like, nobody leaves, nobody. And they're, they're trying to tackle, but people are picking them up and body slamming them. And they're screaming and yelling. And it's really not supposed to get to this point. Like the tentacles are supposed to be really like sacred and not... They're meant to keep peace in Laboka. The problem is, is that this is Ui and Greta's like their place, and you're trying to arrest the bosses of this underworld, you know, establishment. And everybody here owes them their lives, so they're gonna fight to try to protect them. Um, you dash your way up the stairs, and you see uh, Ui's been slashed on the arm. Uh, Greta is doing her best, but she's be- you know one's already tackling her down, and she's punching with the butt of her her, her dagger into his head. So you see, the fight is not going either way. Annika has stepped back and behind her is Alyssa. There are five of the five of these men. I'm standing at the top of the um top of the stairs, sword drawn. I quickly scan for my friends. Are we not fighting? Don't know why. She just shrugs. Well then do they have a clear path to like get out or no? You, they could run for the stairs, sure. Well, then let's go! I'm watching. I'm running towards Isabel. Ugh. Um, Annika does not head for the door. At this point, it's kind of like the, okay, what the hell? She'll grab the one uh, closest no, to her. No, Like, by the closest, like, by the back of his collar, basically. 
Okay, so you're trying to pull somebody off of Greta? Yeah. All right, so that's going to be Brawn and Brawl. Go ahead and make a roll. Okay, and I'm using my fix, so uh, one of my advantages, my boxer, gain a bonus die when making a Brawl risk. Okay, so you add a die. Okay. That'll be Brawn and... Brawn and Brawl. Okay, so that's seven dice. Wow, okay. Um, That is four successes. Okay. Three of them so, were just straight tens. Well, it doesn't matter. I know, I know it doesn't, but I like, I like to say that. It looked good. <laughs> okay. So you're able to group four successes. So your first one, you grab the guy off Greta. I hold him by his collar and I grab the sword arm and go, What did they do? We don't ask. We're just told to come here and arrest them. Well, that's not very nice. I throw him. Ah! He goes over the side and slams onto a bunch of patrons on the lower end of the casino. You have three more successes. What would you like to do with them? I am going to go for... I'm going to step in between Greta and her next attacker. And not Wonder Woman pose, but basically, like, I'm... My arms are by my sides. My hands look like claws. And I'm just, I got my little war smile on. And I'm like, come on! And I'm gonna, like, punch him. Okay. But I step in between Greta to do that. Like, I gotta get in between them first. So one success gets him off of Greta. And you, and you do this pose. You have two more. Go ahead and make another. So now you've hit him. You strike this other guy. That's your third of four actions. You have one action left. There are three guardsmen left. Are you taking somebody else down, tackling them? Are you trying to push them out of the way so Uwe and Greta can flee? What do you want to do with the last rise? I pull my two throwing axes. So you, okay, so you ready yourself in case the fight gets even worse. Yes. All right. Isabel and Alyssa, you're running down the stairs or you're staying now? Well, now I can't leave. She's, Gigantor has decided to involve herself when she didn't need to. Well, that's a, uh, whatever. So what do you go, so now, Alyssa, what, what's your action? It goes back, oh, so no, I'm sorry. There's uh, two guards left. So um, those two guards disengage with Uwe and Greta because they're not the threat anymore. And they go after Annika. Annika, you take two points of damage. They come in and, and punch and hitting and they're cutting and you got your axes and you're now trying to defend yourself. Well, So sure. now we go, to the, we go to the top of the round. Alyssa, what do you want to do? Put one of my hands to my head and I just go, God damn it. The woman just couldn't put it together. And I'm just going to draw my, my gun, my pistol, and I'm going to aim for one of the guards that's attacking Annika now. Um, let's do uh wits. What is an aim? Sounds good to me. Alright. Annika, you really couldn't have just kept it to I could have, but I have four successes. Alright, so your shot goes off. That's a dramatic wound. Uh, You hit the guy with no problem. He collapses. The other one looks like, what the heck? You still have rises left. You can punch. um, You can is there anything else you want to do? Do you want to try to whisk the two of them? They're heading for the stairs. Do you want to whisk on it? Like kind of get Annika out of the way of danger. I don't know what else you, because you still have two successes left. 
yeah, so I would grab Annika as best as I can. You know, she's a foot taller than me. Um, I sort of just grab whatever and I just sort of yell, we go now. And I attempt to make my way to the stairs so we can get the hell out of here. Uwe and Greta make it down the stairs, but the throng of people now are gathered around them and they see you coming down, you know, you know, a few moments later, Annika's weapons are drawn and you hear, they're attacking Uwe! Get him! And they come run charging up the stairs. So Yezebel, you're on the, the turn of the first stairs and there's about 12 or 12 people charging the stairs coming to get you guys. They have no idea what happened up top. They just know that there was an issue and now you're coming down. Annika's got her axes out. You know, the three of you are chasing and Uwe and Greta just ran out into, you know, towards the street to go out the back alleyway. They're going out the back part of the, the, the place. But these, it, it's just, a, it's a free-for-all, a melee. So there's now 12 basically brutes guys trying to block your way. What do you want to, how do we want to start this? You're up. Okay, so I'm using my sword so I get automatic dice because I'm using fencing. Okay. Um, I can, I was going to quickly, with my incredibly dexterous self, descend the stairs and yeet into the throng of people. Gracefully. All right. So that's, so let's call that panache. And I guess swordplay is also is under weaponry. Yep. Yeah. So go ahead and do that. Plus any um, bonus dice. So, so I would like to, because I, I want to get a big whammo off right away. I'd like to perform Aldana ruse as well. Meaning any right. wounds I give, there's an extra three. So that's my panache. That's my weaponry. Really should be. What higher. do you need to do to perform Eldana Ruse? Is it I, ju just I just a, have to say it. It's an, an okay. You're announcing a style. Yes, it's my as a duelist. I get. Um, yeah. that's my my special duelist thing. All right, let's go, guys. Come on, kids. Would it be finesse or panache? The way you did it, you said you dove into the front wrong. That's panache. 10, 10, 5. Let's reserve, depending on how well Annika and Elisa do. Well, Elisa's naked. Elisa's action was to bring you to the, the this part of the stairs. Okay, so it's just Annika left now. You and me. Annika. Okay. Um, that's five successes and minimum of three wounds. So... You have five things you can do, and you're going to add three wounds to whatever you do. Yeah. So let's... Fuck it. We gotta get out of here. I don't want to die today. We'll reserve one for a defense action, but four is gonna go into offense. Ha-ha! You dive into the middle of it. Um, a Wee! bunch of people fall to the ground. Ow! My back! My shoulder! My eye! You hear a lot of people screaming. One woman's like, Get this! Castilian whore off of me, Jesus! And there's all kinds of screaming. No one has ever said that before. You're punching, yeah, exactly. You're punching and swinging. Annika, you're up. Are you? You're going into the fray as well. Are you trying to fight your way to the door, or just start pounding everybody? Um, does it seem like they're following one dude? No, they're trying to block the way for Uwe and Greta. They're just trying to slow everybody down. They don't realize that you're on the same side. They just think 
a fight broke out. They try, you know, something happened and they see you with weapons drawn. And I can't use my stare down ability because it'll only intimidate one of them. That's why I'm asking if like one of them like were to weaken, all of them would fall with it. No. Okay, then. These guys um, are paid that if anything goes wrong in the bar, block our way. I will... Okay, I want to, like, hold my axes up like, yo, I'm friendly, but then that's a waste of a turn, isn't it? Because I'm not doing anything. It's a bar fight. It's chaos. Tell me, you're either, if you're not going to attack... Then you just make your way for the door and whatever happens, happens. You still have people on top. Yazabelle's being punched at and swung at. She's doing, she's giving a shit ton more than she seems like she's getting yet. But she's in the, she's in the fray alone. Are you going to skirt it and jump off this, like try to jump around it and head for the door and leave her to her, to whatever happens? Or are you going to fight with your crewmate in the, in the, fr in the fracas? The latter then. My, like I, sh um, do I have? I don't have aim, so I can't use my throwing axes to their ability. It's only weaponry, so I'm going to... I will use them as hammers. Perfect. Okay, then that is brawn and weaponry. Two successes. That's all you got? I only have a two in weaponry. Brawn is a three. And Boxer doesn't go with weapons. It's only with my hands. So I have the weapons out. I'm, I was just going to use them. Okay. Yezebel, you take three wounds. Oh, no, you held one in reserve. You take two. Okay, that's, um, that's these two little, that's these little dots at the bottom of our lovely sheets, right? Right, just two. Um, Alyssa, what do you want to do? It's top of the order. You, you can go first. So the only weapon that I have on me is my pistol. Which I'm, you've shot. Which I have shot. So I, my only weapon right now would be my fists. I am wondering if I could call out in the language of the Vestans, because I'm a linguist, so I can speak any language of Thea. Um, and I want to call out to the crowd and say, we are not the enemies. The enemy is the City Watch who are going after the leaders of this establishment they're going after Uli and Greta help them free them from the bonds of the city watch protect them all right um that's wits and convince excellent let me just count out the dice all right here we go i have five successes all right, there was only a couple more left uh, that were really in, in bad shape. Um, they they back away. They they start, you know, some of them are running. Most of them appear to be have a broken nose or some fingers smashed up. Jezebel stands, you know, she's swinging like, basically like, come on, I'll take everybody on. And the pathway to the door is opened up. The guards are unconscious, the ones that came in. Um, this was supposed to be a very simple talking to and, um, so, you know, whatever. But Uwe and Greta have fled the uh Le Guas Vort and they are gone. They are somewhere into the night. The three of you can immediately vacate the 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 um casino and make your way back to the Seraphim if that's your plan at this point. 
Um, I would assume that's probably what you're going to do, right? The three of you, that sounds like the best option. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I got to go home and nurse my wounds. I mean, this was a pretty fun night out. I got a drink out of it. Are we certain that Ui and Greta are going to do what we told them to? We'll have to that. was my reason that. for fighting them. Well, if not, then we have several. We, we have a bunch of cannons. The girls get back to the ship. It's a little before 1 a.m. Uh, you're ready to go. There is a, you were able to hire a pilot. Elisa, that's going to take 12 gold because it was mid, it's so late at night. And it's not normal for ships to have to be pulled out of Black Spot Bay in the wee hours of the morn. But uh, you definitely, uh, you were able to find one. And uh, with <clears throat> a little bit of help, you get her out to sea. That's about two, by, it takes about, like I said, going in and out, it's about 90 minutes. So it's about 2.30 a.m. And by the time you get up and around the coast and meet the captain there and then come alongside of the pelican, you're looking at about 3.30 a.m. Okay. He has the guns strapped and tied down, but they have to be blocked and tackled one over at a time. So he saved a little bit of time by getting some things prepared. But you're talking about how many cannons did you ask for? Eight. Eight. That's four hours. And that's that's with everybody pitching in and really being careful as best as you can, so... All right. We had a place that we're taking them even before. Nope. Oh, great. Okay. All you know is, is that Uli and Greta, you were planning to do the handoff in the morning after the French pirate, so to speak, uh, made his sails visible to the cap to Captain Denard. And then once the Pelican set off, you were supposed to come back around to Black Spot Bay with the cannons, unload them, find Uwe and Greta, and then unload them. But they, unfortunately, were interrupted in a business deal. So we'll just have to put them in place. What a shame. Well, that is an option. So the cannons start getting unloaded. Denard is all excited. He's like, if your intelligence is correct, this is going to be a fine day. Fine day. Let's... Captain! He yells over to you, Gregor. Aye. What can I help you with, Captain Denard? When we start off, I want you to stay to the leeward side. Drive her into my guns, sir. Drive her into the guns. Absolutely. You can count on me. Excellent. Excellent. And Ezra, you may not have as many cannons to manage over there, so I'm, your hit ratio better even get higher than it was, sir. I was proud. I should be counting. Crazy. Crazy is a wench with one eye. <laughs> wow. A wench with one eye has to be crazy? That's upsetting. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so <clears throat> it does take every bit of four hours to load the cannons, uh, and he begins to get very, very concerned because at 7 a.m., his, you know, just as the last cannon is on the tackle and it's being swung out over the side, coming, you know, being, and you're on your, t you know, your, your crew is pulling one way and they're releasing slack. Uh, Captain, it looks like La Coulette. It's gotta be Buffet, sir. It's gotta be Buffet. So Dennard starts screaming, oh, hurry with that cannon. Captain, we don't want to lose him. He starts make, getting ready to make way. You get the cannon on deck, but he's already, you know, he's starting to slip away. 
The the ropes are hitting the water. His men are trying to hold the hoist them back on. The tackles being trying to be resecured. His ship is making making way. What do you do, Gregor? Uh, what, okay, I can spend a hero point to inspire a group to action. Uh, would that help get the cannon secured quicker? I don't know. Are you following him? Oh, I thought we were just... No, we're not following him. I thought we were just trying to get that cannon back onto the ship at the moment. No, nope. cannon went over. The cannon's over. Okay. It's not secured and flat down. <clears throat> but he's already pulling away, and he's yelling for you. You know, he's like, let's go, Captain. We have him. Uh, I yell back. I as, I, as soon as we're properly lashed and secured... Ezra, hop to it. He's like, damn it, man. For the love of God, he's going to get away. I need you. With, I need you leeward, sir. Ezra, help Come me out. with this cannon. Um, <laughs> Why I, is he coming? He coming, Captain, I'm there. I go over to Ezra and that cannon, and I basically, uh, instead of helping, I'm doing the opposite of helping. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me do this. Let me get this for you. And it just I'm getting in his way as much as trouble, as much as possible uh-huh. to make it look like we're having issues. I sick. <laughs> Ezra, le- Ezra leans in and says, "Do you want me to sink him, sir? <laughs> right at the waterline." No, monkey. We're no monkey. We're not going to fire on another Avalonian ship. A ship you served on with your friends. A ship, yes, ship you served on with your friends. <laughs> Ezra, what is wrong with you? I He's love your him. mates. I, sir, I are love you him. Okay. This man pressed into service. I were. Do you need a more. <laughs> Pressed, pressed into, into service? 20, Me too. 20, 20 years as a master gunner, pressed into service. <laughs> <laughs> Ten tours they made me do. Ten. <laughs> what are you, Davy Jones' ship? You're before the mast? Jesus Christ. Left as a boy. Him. Left as a boy. But at some point you had to re-up on your own. I mean, nobody keeps you prisoner that long. Oh my God. Ezra, do you want me to fire on him? <laughs> Ezra, my do, do you want me to take your your brand new brig and engage your ship of the line? <laughs> <laughs> Ram him, Ram him down. Uh, I've already tried the ramming thing; it didn't work. <laughs> that was a bad choice. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you are literally not making. Are you screaming for sails to be ready? Are you doing anything to indicate to him that you're going to be? Fu- I mean, now he's probably about half a mile away, and he's you can still. The screaming is becoming frantic. frantic. Just like, what the fuck are you I'm just, doing? I'm, I'm like doing this over like, yeah, go. We'll catch up. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll catch up. Yeah. Make the sails ready. Your sheets aren't even out, sir. Roll out your sheets for God's sake. Don't tell me how to captain my ship. Okay. Well, nuts is nuts is there's, there's peanut butter, crazy nuts. And then there's chunky peanut butter, crazy nuts. He's and starting to get the, the sensation that you may not, you may not be looking to help. Let's pull uh, out the, pull out some sails, sir, and let him <laughs> flop in the wind. Give him, give him something to think. Don't want him turning back with all those cannons. Yeah. I ready the sails. Uh, one, one sheet of speed right now. Follow him. Follow him. Very slowly, because we're still. We have to make sure these cannons are secure. Of course. Now, so now that you've worked them into the new gun ports and you've greased the wheels and the powder, the, the powder monkeys have brought up a full supply of shot and, and, and powder. Yeah. I've yeah, had all the pantsless uh, crew polish every cannonball. Right. And, and you've re- and you've got all the, 
the uh, I forget what they call them, the secure lines, but they're the ones that catch the, the thing when it fires. Is a, a word for that. Uh, yeah, when you, the carriage of the gun and everything, you've got all that done. He's now several miles away. Um, you, uh, let's see who's on deck. Not so the captain's busy. Uh, Alyssa, y- Isabel, and Annika. Could you go ahead and make me a? Uh, let's see. It's one, two. We don't have to make a roll. It, it'd be so simple. Somebody sees flags go up across the back of the ship. Different kind of flags on the back of the pelican as she's sailing away, chasing this this French pirate. What kind of flags? They're symbols. Oh. Just the, the similar flags to what you believe the captain was reading several days ago on the approach to the pelican when it said, in pursuit, sail on. The semaphore flags again? Yeah. Oh. So... Okay, he's in pursuit. Uh, it's not the same flags. They look similar. It's a different pattern, different order. Oh, but I can't read this. Message. Correct. I cannot read this. Can I? No, Annika, no. Only if you're an Avalonian sailor would you be able to read it. Help! An Avalonian oh, as- sailor, can oh, someone either. please come up to deck and tell me what these flags mean? <laughs> So either me, Ezra, or any of the other 50 men on deck. Was that done into the loudspeaker system? <laughs> can, I get a, can I please get a uh, an Avalonian sailor on deck? Please, an Avalonian sailor on deck. So Ezra, Ezra skirts himself <laughs> up to the poop for a moment. Come to the poop! And, and, and he looks over and he squints for a minute and with his master gunner eyes. He says, just says two words, Captain. I'll remember. Great. Now we have. Can we send some of four flags back to say I doubt it? Not so. (laughs) Negative. I think there's a negative or a no. (laughs) Say affirmative. (laughs) Already. Big thumbs up on a flag. Well, if we ever run into any issues, then we come across him. He will remember. When would we come across him? We won't be back in the area. This was the plan to begin with, was to let Looney Bird go on his own goose chase. I know, but Looney Bird's <laughs> yes, always but managed of... to come up again. Yes, somewhere. But part of that plan was to make sure that he understood we weren't helping. Well, that's unfortunate, but it, it's it, he he, he yeah. got the impression that everyone was. We so he, was, he is sailing away. He was a little bit too uh, delusional to accept that truth. So the pirate ship is now almost crossed your horizon. She's out pretty far. Uh, the ship of the line, her, she's now got all, you know, all of her sheets were in ready anyway, and they were just letting them loose as soon as they, the cannons were, were passed over. But uh, she's got full, you can see the wind's pushing her well. Uh, sky's a little overcast today, but there's, there's definitely a good breeze, and she's, she's starting to lurch herself up to speed. Um, in all honesty, there's no way he's going to track her down, though. I mean, the guy would have to literally turn into the wind and just lower all of his canvas for that kind of a ship of a line to catch up with a pirate ship on the move. So uh, your decision now is really for the crew itself to kind of come up with a vote. Uh, do you go? Are you heading back into Black Spot Bay and unloading five cannon? Are you going to look? For, so first you'd have to find Udi and Greta, uh, Udi and Greta, and then you'd have to give them their cannon. Are you not doing that what is your overall plan and how long do you plan on staying in this area to do uh, all that because i mean it, Uwe and greta have made good on their end with the ship for uh 
looney bird to chase. So yeah, we're going to make good on ours. We, we have to go back and deliver. Yes, but if we stay too long, Looney's going to come back and hurt us. Then we must act quickly. He's not going to be back in, in hours. How, how do we know? He was chasing this ship for how long, Ezra? It's where, it's where weeks at sea, long Aye. away from our our actual ship back. Aye, he's Those poor been, people. He's been, he's been an entire fortnight on a chase of absolutely nothing. Now he has something. I, if, if we, if, if, uh, if Labuka sees hide nor hair of Captain Denton again, it'll be months down the road. All right, so you make your way around. You go back around the island um, and put yourself in with a pilot. You have to be repiloted in. That's six gold. Brought back. <laughs> Alyssa's just watching the money disappear, thinking... I can't. I can't live like this. We have to. We have to find other ways. I'm keeping my uh, my tally and my small leather journal, just making disapproving sounds as I do. Like we're not made of money, people. And by time this happens, it's almost two o'clock in the afternoon because there were several ships ready to go in early, before you. They arrived uh, early in the morning as you were sailing out, so they they were waiting to be anchored, brought in. So the pilots are bringing them in one at a time. You pay the slip fees. That's all included in that. That's fine. Uh, much to your surprise, sitting on the dock, wait, waiting and swinging his legs is Weeshite. Um, he sees you coming in, and uh, he's waving. Ship, you know, comes up. They rope it off, and the gangplank is pulled. You go ahead and you speak to the gentleman as you did last time. It's just saying we're here to finish some business, and you don't even have to tell them who. they. That's fine. <clears throat> and uh, Weeshite runs up, and he says, Oh, C- Captain Ospython. There's all the friends of yours. Hi, everyone. You might remember me. I'm Weeshite. Um, Good day to you, Weeshite. Grand to see your shining face again. Thank you. I, I, I'm supposed to bring you bring you to see your friends. You know, your friends. And he keeps trying to wink, but he doesn't do it so well for a nine-year-old. Wonderful. I, I, I returned the wink just as what horribly friends? as friends? Not now, Isabel. Not no, no, no. Which, which ones? We have so many. <laughs> I, I know, Isabel, like, you know the friends we're here to see. Do we? Frying ears. Not Isabel. the thighs. We're not going to the thighs. We're going elsewhere. I'm not talking about the thighs. Does We Shite doesn't work for Uwe and Greta, does he? You don't know that. We don't know who well, he then works for. Or how does he know for. who we're gonna go see? I, I I was paid by someone to bring you somewhere. You know, something about your friends wanting to see you real bad this morning. So I've been waiting here for you to arrive. I go now up it's to, afternoon. I go up to Weeshite, and I'm standing as tall as I can and be like... Right. Feels lead. like it's at the bottom of a well. Lead. Okay. Yeah, that was part of the deal, is we were using him as a runner and a messenger during all of this. But that was never so, confirmed. Uh, Yes, uh, he goes running through town. <clears throat> he makes his way, I don't know, three quarters of a mile. And he hits the last part of the, of the northern spot of Sunrise Haven heading west into the sand, the sandbars and everything. And he's going that way. And he's like, just got to get through here. 
Tide's a little high, so we'll have to take the rope bridges. But it's fun. It's not too bad. It's just, you know, follow me. Over the bridges we go. All right. Ezra, you're with them, obviously. Everyone's okay with that? You're just following Weeshite? Um, where are we going? For a bodyguard, you scare easily. It is my job to keep you people safe. It this is doesn't also my feel job safe. to punch things. He leads us wrong way. I break his spine. Let's go. Okay. Let why like why be we following a small wee stinky lad? And on I don't know. I don't know, things. Ezra. I tell him we have things to trade. Now let's move. She's very irritated and she just wants to get out of there because she got punched in the face last night. And she didn't even get like a gold coin for it. Like, hey, I protected your butt and I didn't get any money out of it. So she's feeling a little like crotchety. Moving on, the the run takes about another 30 minutes. He brings you into where what's called the hook. And just this old building. This is part of, you know, um, it's part of the original uh, set up for the guards and, and some of the housing that was here. Uh, it's just overgrown in the area with weeds. This it, it It's a busy part. This, like The hook has a lot of people going in and around it, but no one takes care of anything. It's like uh, Sanford and Son. There's old pottery, broken bottles, all kinds of stuff everywhere. It's not really, it's not the nicest part of town. And he brings you into a building and uh, there's just these big thugs standing by the door you know they're they're just big guys and they all look to you know they're blonde some of them you know blonde or light lightish brown hair big they're built kind of they kind of look like like annika's people just in general and they see annika coming and they're like you came yeah it work yeah cannon all five inside Come, I go. I gesture to the the crew. Well, that was successful. Yeah, everybody's good. They'd be a chatty group. They'd be all that chatter all day long. I've always it loved must drive your mind. It would drive you crazy, monkey. I've always loved making deals with the Vestin because it's always short, sweet, and to the point. It you makes me in, uncomfortable. Like short bones' yeah. arms. Yeah, you all walk in, and sure enough. Uh, Ui and Greta are there, and they see you, and they smile, and they're like, well, worked better than we thought. Sorry about last night. Um, yeah, what was that? cleaned up from last night? It'll take another few days to get everything back to where it was, but there's, uh... Adelaide is not a fan of ours, and she runs most of the island, and there are times when she just feels like she needs to flex her muscles and get into our business. That's why in another eight months when the election comes, these five cannon are going to help us greatly make sure she doesn't get reelected. I'll admit I am uh, new to the world of politics, but cannons don't seem to be part of voting from my knowledge. Hard to I, vote. But they make fast friends. Hard to vote. Well, they shoot fast friends. When the when the office of the governor of Labuka is in, you know, is in a pile of dust or, or rubble. Um, call it campaigning of the old gods. Okay. Call it campaigning uh, if you will. Can't kind of argue with that. She's been running this place for far too long, and she's impeding 
our progress. So they go into a little bit of a diatribe of why she's a terrible leader and it's it's all just jealousy and the kind of shit that you hear when one side doesn't like the other. But in actuality, most people on the island it, it's a it's like a sixty five, thirty five split. They um the Laymans are gaining popularity. They are starting to build up because they're a little bit more loosey goosey than she is. So if you're a true pirate and you don't like a lot of rules, you're gonna go side with them a little bit more. Uh, they tend to let people do as they want as long as they pay their their tariffs and their tolls and everything. Uh, but she has she's like she's in charge of the city guard. So if you don't like that element, of course you're gonna side with the layman's because they'll they're promising to get rid of all that shit. Just make it a true anarchist town, like you know, right makes right makes might or might makes right rather. All right, so they uh, they tell you that you need to bring the ship around to Sutler Bay. There's a warehouse here. Uh, it's called in Sunset Haven. There's a warehouse that's there, and they'll have the cannon unloaded. They uh, they tell you that you know a slip will be available for you sometime tomorrow, and they'll have the cannon unloaded and secured away in a you know matter of maybe five six hours. So you're going to be here one more full day. Any right. way to make okay. that quicker? Yeah, we. Not really, because it's already uh, it's already. I mean, you didn't get a pilot to bring you in till one. That puts it at two thirty. Took an hour to get here. It's three thirty. By the time you get back to your boat, undock, sail around, get a slip. No, you're looking at another day. Yeah, the timing does make sense. Uh, it, you got to remember, it's a slower period of life. Yeah. All right. Um, it can't be helped. I say that we say our goodbyes for now and we get back to the ship so that we can sail around and hopefully stay out of the prying eyes of if the crazy captain decides to come back for revenge if he decides that buffet wasn't worth it remember too that you, you have you'd sail with the tide so yeah oh absolutely at, at, at low tide you wouldn't leave a bay because there'd be many more shoals or rocks or anything exposed so you're limited to the times of days that you can actually go in and go out of phase. Yep. Depending on the way. Or any port, really. Yeah, I think you're right about ours being heavy enough. So oh, it looks no, like uh, Isabel will get her yeah. chance to go to uh, Costanza's thighs. Yes, she can She can make that journey this afternoon. Right now, Elisa, so in the money, Yes. please remove six more gold for being piloted out. And Sutler Bay... Is eight gold to come in? We are wasting way too much fucking money. No more piloting after this. No more. There's no other way in and out. I know. You can't get in and out on your own. We better make this well, time count, people. Have we sold any of the supplies that we have to sell yet? Have we had a chance to do that? Yeah, have we made exactly. any money at all to offset those costs? Yeah. Oh, no, we did make money. I'm just being a baby about it no what's I, our, I what's our current funds that was done last we're down to according to my calculations we are down to 168 gold that's with the money that we made we only started with 75 and then you went up to 200 when you started selling uh no how well, was that nice. I, I could drink through that in an hour <laughs> how will Edmundo buy ingredients However, Ooh. when we head... That's out of your pocket, honey. 
when we had sold um when we had sold the goods that got us that we also got an extra cask of water we got an extra tray of salted pork so we got other stuff with it but just cold hard cash we only have 168 to deal with but we're pretty well stocked on everything it's just we might want to how much does one cannon sell for a cannon I mean... good god man i'd have to i mean i would say probably anywhere between 300 to 350 gold mm, yeah I mean, just in the essence of, like, having an even number, we now have an odd number of cannons. So you want to... You're going to... No. Set... No. <laughs> see, see, it's not so. Ezra will get more along the way, I promise, but we need funds right now. He wraps What's his arms Thomas? around the cannon barrel. <laughs> never to give. Never to give away. No. Not the love. We have plenty of money. I don't see the reason give to like get all maidens, not, in a fuss. Not poor monkey's cannon. Yeah, Wait, Annika's saying that you, you got give? enough right now. We're going to places where we're going to make plenty of... We have enough. Okay, just Elisa made it sound like we were running low. I was trying to She's make... Been, I think we are running low. She said well. we started with 68. We have 168 now. Started with 75. Started with 75. Sold some goods. Made it up to 200. Yeah. Uh, you, your water casks are topped off. All that's done. Uh, you haven't fired a shot, haven't used any powder, and mm -hmm. you're down to 168. So you're still 90 better than when you started. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm okay. just being dramatic because I'm just running through. I'm a planner. I like having a big safety net. And right now we have, we've got a decent safety net, but you know, it's, I like having a bigger one. I hear you. Of course. Like I said, what happens when that net isn't big enough? <laughs> I will worry about that, Annika. You worry about smashing the skulls. And I'm also, I'm also the merchant here. I'm I I worry about money too. But I like I I could I tell the captain like it is fine. I'll sell more when we get to where we actually need to go. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Gotcha. All right. Captain. So Can not you... the weaver make a bigger net? <laughs> and especially have... with uh, with young monkeys vigorous disagreement of the idea. Are you ever yeah, going to stop hugging that cannon there, Mr. York? She's pretty. Pretty as fresh paint. She never leave old monk. <laughs> I the, really everyone is given, it. everyone has shore leave through the 11th. Uh, the only person who would have a hard time doing that would be the captain. Everybody else though, uh, that wants to go ashore and do anything particular on Laboka or Labuka rather, or, investigate some of the things we talked about if you want to go find uh dog-faced reynolds and get the rest of your tour uh he he could do that uh just tell me what you'd like to do if if there's you could take your 168 and buy more goods uh like take some money and annika annika and alessa elisa can go out um and and try to take a certain amount of that money that you agree upon and barter it for better goods to take to the next port because you're heading to the uh a tb and c so some things here, like some of the spices that they don't have out there, you could easily pick pick up, you know, extra stuff to sell. That might not be a nice. bad idea. Annika, I like this plan. Uh, Elisa, I would say, um, if you want to get better stuff, I shall take you to where they make the money. You arrange for transport to ship, yeah? I think that sounds like a fine idea, Annika. I've heard of some rumors of some 
quality spices that would fetch a fair Ooh. price. All right, let's go to check up on these leads. That's a very unusual word. It's normally used for fishing. So from the from instead of doing the walk or the run back with Weeshite, there are boats that again paddle across. Um, this unfortunately, I know I know you're expected to see him again, Smallbone Ted. He only does he doesn't do the ferrying across from the north side to the middle of the island. He only does all the way out. Like he only does long paddles. He really isn't a smart guy. Like you would think this would be the quick, the better money because it's short. Yeah. No, he wants. He's going. He brings people out to their ships that can't come into the port and everything. He he really he makes it hard on himself. He earns every coin he gets. Uh, and I did hear something of a tip, but I don't remember that money being passed over. So we're just gonna we'll just say that you stuck the poor man with no tip. Um, but you are able to find a ferry to, to make it back over. That's a little quicker. And the two ladies are heading out to do spices. Ezra, you've got the cannons in place, the crew. So now you're up to, I'm, I'm going to say, for one cannon is stowed for supplies or in case one goes down, that's done. Are you looking to do anything in town, Ezra, yourself? You haven't been in, you haven't been on land in, in some time. Yeah, I'll, um, I will go and have my, uh, get my cutlass sharpened. Uh-huh. And um, I'll buy some more. Um, I'll, I'll probably buy some more, uh, like bitter root stuff like that that we can chew on. Um, tattoo and a tattoo of oh, you're on a new ship. You're a sailor. Uh, I suppose. I suppose I could. I could get a. Uh, I could get a, a seraphim. Maybe we'll see how it goes. Um, right. I was thinking about getting more fuses. We can never have enough fuses. No, of course not. And then chain shot. I was tasked to go look for chain shot because nothing takes down a mask like chain shot. Yes, we need. Or a crew. <laughs> yes. For crew and masks, chainsaw, chain ah, shot is the sweet, best. Sweet as sound that is of legs shattering and chain flying. You and I have two very differing opinions on what a sweet sound is. I, for one, love singing. <laughs> I love birds chirping. I love the sound of the waves crashing against some distant rocks. I've never get no wrong, lads. Get no wrong. Monkey does sing in battle. Monkey does sing in battle. All right. So let's discuss. Let's discuss real quick. Isabel, what are you doing? Oh my god! I wanna. I want my. I want the conclusion of my tour with Dogface, and I. I have to at least look in to the thighs. Um, yeah, so, the, the, so do, the tavern named after the thighs. Yeah, well, there's a fight. There's that's where the fight is between the two the two taverns. I, um, I wasn't going to go at like peak fight time. No, it's it's middle of the day. They're they're literally sweeping everything out. Um, oh. You do see bullet holes in built in like wow. the walls of the of the outside of the building, like shots being fired back and forth. How yeah, nice. these two landlord, these two uh, publicans are not very. They're not friendly terms. They hate each other. Right. <clears throat> The you find out from Dogface Reynolds that the best place to stay is called the Free Balconies, and it's actually a building built on the cliff overlooking Black Spot Bay. You can see it on your map, and it's got just these magnificent rooms. They're very they get a beautiful breeze coming across from the island. Uh, they have all kinds of amenities. It is a nicer place to have a very good time. It's not the slummier places to have a very good time. Okay, so you spend coin there. Yeah. Um, is there any way that, um, cause here's the thing. 
Isabel will spend money like a sieve. Um, right. So, is there any way that, as a trained Castilian performer, like, I've traveled with many illustrious troops. Sure. Can I literally sing and dance for my room? I'm not above that. Yes. Um, yes! You you go there, so I want you to... The, the owner of the place is... He has beautiful men and women working here. Uh, so that's one issue. Because you're, you know, you're very... You're attractive and the whole bit, I get it. But he's used to attractive. Attractive doesn't doesn't overly rate for him. He's also seen some fairly talented people. So you're going to have to get through his... In, he doesn't know you, but you you go up, you know, you change, you dress the part. So go ahead and make me a finesse and... Perform? A perform. That's eight dice. You need to have three things you're going past. He doesn't know you. He's never, you know, he's never seen your dance style. So you got to do that. You got to impress him. And the other thing is, is that he has, he has other beautiful people who can perform and dance. So you have to really make, so go ahead and give, if you, if you can beat three successes, you got it. That is okay. I just have to do the math to like, make this make the most sense. Um, that's an eight and a, oh shoot. Two, three, four okay yeah you're able to Yay! spend the night here um you do two performances you end up with many admirers and you walk out Fantastic. after all of your drinks the turtle shell massage <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh, <laughs> it and all the other stuff you walk out ahead five gold awesome well, yes I no made thing. five gold, which could we give me a ballpark number? How much does that bring me to? Um, right now. Yeah. Eight gold. Excellent. I am so out so much better. <laughs> All right. So Elisa and Annika, because we need to know the funds real quick and I don't want to tie up the story too, too long. Of the 168, how much are you giving to Ezra to go buy chain shot? 35. Okay, we don't know the price. So 35 temporarily goes to him. So, or Lisa, I don't know. Up. I mean, it's your job. 35 sounds fair. I was going to say between 30 and 40, so 35 is the middle. So, okay, okay. now we are at 135. How much are you guys bringing into town to spend on spices and other amenities to hopefully sell at a higher rate in the Atibian Sea. Well, is it, can we barter or trade our stuff for the spices instead? Well, that's just shifting A for B. Um, you've yeah, already like done could, some selling. If we could make more money off of B instead of A at the Atibian Sea with the spices, wouldn't it be better to convince someone to trade our goods for something they don't have so we can sell spices at somewhere where we can make a bigger profit? The goods you have mm -hmm. are all from Europe, okay, from Thea. Yeah. And you're not far from Thea. Okay. So anything you could... Now, what's here is goods... Like, if you may be able to sell to a merchant who wants to go back east, but there's a lot of competition. 
you're going to be the more exclusive stuff the further east, the further west you get. Because now nobody's nobody goes out there nearly as much as they come to La Boca because it's right off the coast of Castilia, Castilian, so uh, Castellan or whatever they call it. So yeah, so right now you could you you could get some extra money for more goods, but if you invest, you'll make far more coin when you get to the Ativian side, and you'll still have all your goods intact. I agree with that. I get, all right. I understand your plan, Kayla. Not a problem. You and you can use your barter skill and money, but the the only the the bugger right now is it it would be like i'm from i'm from jersey and i go to delaware to sell my stuff or i go to california to sell my stuff well i'm gonna make more money in california and in delaware there's gonna be other people selling stuff from jersey because it's that close Mm -hmm. okay then um i would just talk with elisa about an appropriate number like i would say um elisa a moment please of course. Before I go into any haggling situation, I always set one number in my head I never go past. Alright. Is there a number you do not wish me to go past? She, like, rolls her hand saying, like, you get what I'm saying? Of course. Spices. I'm I'm trying to call on my background, thinking about spices, thinking about a ballpark number that I would have done back in the day. Um, You've never worked the Atibian market, so you have no idea the return. Mm-hmm. All you know is is that you know, in spices are valuable. Normally, that's a big thing. What about um, my merchant background? Like, can I offer any advice? Well, I have a merchant background too. Uh, yeah, that you okay. both do. So at least in your estimation, for every 10 you spend at the Atibi, if you can get them intact to the Atibian side, you should at least make minimum double that back. Minimum. Then I look at Annika and I go, do you think 40 is too steep? Hmm. It's a start. It's a start. I don't think it's too steep, but I can s- probably get it for less. Why don't we stick with thirty then? But if no, we- stick with stick with forty. That way, I know exactly where I'm stopping. I get confused. Then, by all means, the lower that we can get, the better. But forty is our absolute max. Okay. Exactly. You get me. Ah, you're interested in buying spices. Uh, Annika, like, gestures to the product. May I try? Please. Um, tests it out. Um, offers a pinch to Elisa as well. Gets her opinion. That's cardamom. Not the rarest spice, but one that... very, very It's very nice. Subtle. Subtle. Are you looking for something a little bit more? What 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 are your needs? Uh, where are you? Where are you? Are they for yourself? Are they for people on the island? Uh, there's we have peppercorns. We have we have vanilla from Madagascar. Now that's rare. That's something special. We are we are a merchant vessel. We seek to invest in product worth our time, and to make money. So we're all here to make money. Yeah, 
indeed. Uh, this cardamom is nice, but what do you have that's more, as you say, local? Is is this also local? None of it's really local. Um, they're all coming from somewhere else. Um, cinnamon from again from North Africa. You have uh, vanilla. You have uh, just yeah. You end up talking about anything heading into the Atibian Sea, as long as it's not tobacco, cocoa, coffee, or salt. Anything's going to be needed over there. They've got that in plenty. It's you're bringing everything else. Hama, I ask, uh, if I were to get say, she points to one. She points to the cardamom. If I were to buy two sacks of those, what's your best price? Only two sacks? It's no, a, I could. Let's. It's let's, a start. Let's, I'm estimating of. I'm estimating how much you are willing to. Oh, I have a good that. amount of that. I have a good amount of that. There's no doubt. Um, stones, which is fourteen pounds. So he says for every bushel, which is uh, about four stones. Hmm. And if I were to buy in bulk, a discount might be a. Uh, a discount might be in effect. For every ten bags, I'll throw one in for free. Elisa, do the money. How much is that? Ten bags for five of gold each would be fifty plus one extra for free. Mm. Uh, all right. I have not spent my hero point because I didn't need to on Captain right. uh, Dryden's boat. So right. I'm going to spend my hero point now to convince someone to cut a deal, give a reasonable discount, or assure someone I know that I'm good for it. I don't know him, so I want him to say I want to cut a deal. All right, he tells you, I'll do, <clears throat> instead of five per bag, I'll do the same deal. I'll do four per bag, and I'll throw one in for free. I will take that deal. So now you got to write, you got to take 40 off your gold. Mm -hmm. And write down 11 bags of cardamom, and you paid, the value is 5 gold each. You didn't pay 5 gold, but that's okay, because we need to know the value when you get to the other side. Alright, Ezra, you make it over to a blacksmith shop, and for simple sake of conversation, uh, each shot of chain shot is 2 gold. Okay. And I took how much with me? 35? 35. And each chain is how much, say? Each chain is 2 gold. 2 gold. Um, all right. So, uh, two times, two. um, why don't you give me, um, 10? All right. So you spend 20 of the 35. You have 15 left. Right. I run so off you to have a pub. 10, you have 10 shots of chain shot. I 10 chains. I tell him I'll pick them up later. Oh, have them shift to the where? boat. Tell them to take What's them that? to the boat. Just send them to yeah, the well, Sarah. Yeah, well, it's true. Right, yeah, I can do that too, yeah. And then I yeah. ask him where the uh, where the best inn is for uh, whores and rum. Oh, he said, just walk down. He says, go down this street, sir. You won't be able to go down this street, make a hard, make a right. Walk up about, oh, I'd say about 60 or 70 yards. And you'll know exactly where you need to be. It's right there. Okay. Fine, she be fine, fine. Ezra, come How hang out with me. How these delivered to the Seraphim. Ezra can't. Ezra doesn't work. Go to a place like that. Why? So, <clears throat> Come on, Ezra. So you make your way down the street, and you hear, "Oh, 
rum is cheap, rum is fine. Come over here to John's leg. Five coppers of five coppers for a dip of your own cat right into the cask. Five coppers is all she'll be today. Five, sir. You're a fine looking gentleman. Five at that's nothing. You can dip over here. You can dip over here at the thighs for four coppers. And it's not watered down rum. It's not that grog shit he sells over there. Hey! I don't water me rum down, you bitch! I'm telling you right now. And you and she pulls a gun. And she's like, shut your pig mouth. I've told you before, I'll not have you call me bitch. Sir, you come over here to the thighs right now, I'm telling you. And, and they start bantering back and forth. You hear yelling from customers. All kinds of shit is happening. People are, send out your champion. I'll send my champion out. I'll be right over with it. I mean, they are literally dude in the middle of a turf war. I, I walk behind her. I jaunt behind her. Behind who? Grab her. The uh, the woman screaming. Holding oh, yeah, gun. yeah. Grab the tukis, lean into her, and I say, a gun, alas, with a gun. Bliss. And I walk into her bar. Sir, you're going to end up getting the shites. You're going to have the trots. So, I'll, Okay, another one. Write it down on the floor, <laughs> fellas. I mean, it's just, it's absolute, it's absolute just it, insanity. So, all right, yes, so sure leaves everything done there. Captain, you're aboard the Seraphim. Yes, sir. Some of the crew, most of the, most of the crew has sure leave. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you're in your cabin. And you're, it's late at night. Do you smoke? Of course. Okay. So you're having a pipe. You have a thing of a uh, small douse of sherry in front of you. Thinking about the... As one does. Right. Thinking about the the plans of the day and the fact that you now have Ezra. You're only a few days behind your schedule. Things seem to be going well. The boat is secure. You've been able to increase your cannons. Everything seems to be looking up. And... There is a sound. What kind of sound and from where? On the window behind you. So at the back of the ship, a captain's room is accrued with mm -hmm. little like glass panels that they can but open. You're talking about those back windows. Somebody's climbed yeah. up and is tapping on my window. Okay. Well, someone, it sounds like there's someone out there. Okay. Um, I grab my pistol and go just kind of lean over and see if I can see anything. Not opening it yet. Um, no, you don't, you're, you're, it's dark. You're not seeing anybody there, but you, you get the sense that's, that there's something or someone out there. Okay. Um, and there's no other noise. It's, I mean, is there anybody else on the ship with me? Yeah. There's like, yeah, about eight or nine guys that didn't go aboard, go on surely. Okay. It wasn't their rotation. I just, um, I walk over to the the main door and stick my head out, flag down one of the sailors. Are we, okay. I'm sorry. Are we moored in the water or are we on dock? You're down now. So you've made your way to Sutler Bay. Uh, you're docked, but then tomorrow morning they're offloading the cannon. So I'm sorry, actually the cannon was offloaded already. You're just waiting for tides to go out tomorrow and everyone to come back to the boat. So you're but, okay. But we are docked. You're docked. Okay. Um, I just, I grab a sailor, tell him to as quietly as he can go take a look at the back of the ship. I'm hearing some noise. Okay. All right. Come back to he, me. Uh, Do not, you know, don't just come tell me what it is. Right. Okay. So makes his way. I then go back to the window and I'm up. listening. Yeah. 
about five minutes come by. He comes back. He goes, it's a young boy. It looks like an Islander, sir. Indigenous person. All right. Toss the window open and just yell out, we shite. You don't hear anything. Nothing. All right. I stick my head out no, the window. You see... Pistol drawn. Yep. And look. You see a, a younger man, maybe about 14 or 15, with, he's dark skinned, with white paint that appears to look like a, like almost in the visage of a skeleton. And he's trying to creep his way across the windows and he sees you and he just holds and doesn't move. Uh, how far away from me is he? Six feet. Okay. Um, I am taking aim pistol at his head. Don't okay. move. Uh, he had already stopped. Why are you here? Doesn't answer you, just staring dead in your eyes, dead to, eye to eye looking at you. Can you understand me? He nods. Who are you? What's your name, son? You killed me. A curse be on the ship. I've never said anything about killing you yet. I just want to know who you are and why you're climbing on the back of my ship. The old woman say that... The old woman say there's something here I have to find. Something very important here. What woman? Mother. The old one. And the, she looks after us. All right. I, I could say no more. I, I, and he starts trying to climb his way back around. He is with, he is out of arm's reach though. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you'd ha you could run to another window, throw that open and knock him off or grab him. Yeah. Okay. If there's another window that I can do that at, I don't want to knock him off. I want to grab him, try and pull him in. Okay. I Hold on. I'm sorry. Can I tell, does he look armed? Does he look like he's carrying anything? Uh, you think you see a knife maybe at his belt. Looks like one. Okay. Uh, still with my, still with the pistol trained on him, I tell him to drop the knife in the water. <laughs> He's looking. He slowly starts to reach for the knife. And let's go. <laughs> Hits the water. Okay, so he jumps into the water. You see him in the water bobbing. He's trying to swim. Can I try and shoot him? Oh, sure. So right now you're looking at it's the, the it's narrow light, you know, uh, it's narrow light. He's swimming and he's half in half, you know, like trying to getting under the water to get there. Oh, I so you're going to need, you'll need at least three successes to hit him. Rolling. Yeah. So what you're just. You're quit, you're just snap shooting, firing. Are you are you giving yourself a purchase on your own arm, like trying to steady the yeah, gun? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, steady shot. Take a few seconds to aim because I doubt that he can swim that fast. I only have one shot anyway. Oh, absolutely. So go ahead and use um, let's use resolve because you're really trying to line it up. Okay. And weaponry. Oof. That's gonna be hard. I, I three successes. I actually got it. I got a ten, a ten, a uh, seven, and a five. Boom! You see, you see his body jerky gets hit and goes limp in the water, and he slowly starts to sink in. All right. 
um, stick my head back out the door, and I tell my men to retrieve the body. Tell my crew to retrieve the body. Okay. Uh, they go running up. It, it's not an easy task, but they fight their, you know, they one guy finally jumps in the water. Not all sailors can swim. That's a really scary thing to think about, but it's the truth I, back then. I was actually assuming he would be close enough to the deck or to a dock to use a gaff pole or a rope. Well, he's, yeah, off the back of the ship. So your ship is bigger than the slip, right? Not all slips fit the whole length of the ship. Fair. So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, they, they're able to get a gaff pole. That's that's probably the best way they, they would do it. Isn't it. And they do drag him up. They bring him on board. Uh, people witnessed, you know, them getting him out of the water. There's a couple people around. Uh, but they do bring him on board as clandestine as possible, as quickly as possible. Yeah, and he's a young, he's, um, darker dead, skin, looks like. Yes, he okay. was dead. It was a dramatic wound. He got killed him pretty quick. Okay. Um, I, everybody else is out on shore leave. I don't know who this person is. What time is it? You said it's late at night? It's late at night, yeah. Probably about 10 p.m. Okay. Um do I know how to summon Weeshite? Do I have an ability? Not ability, but... I mean, you could go down to the dock and ask anybody to find him. Okay. Um, I go down, I ask somebody to find Weeshite, and I have... I, when he comes to me, I have him find... I guess, I mean, the only contact I have on the island would be the, um, the Lehmans. Right. Um tell him to take a message to them there was either an assassination attempt or a theft attempt uh but i don't know who only he only mentioned the mother okay all right and we shite takes off like a bat out of hell heading for uh the lehman's hideout somewhere down in the hook and uh, that's where we're going to end it for tonight so we are about well, next session, we should be on the morning of the 12th, about ready to set sail, unless something holds us up with on Mother Fort and, Freedom. and on to Fort Freedom, the Atibian Sea. Uh, Alyssa, you got down that you have the ten, the 11 bales of goods, each were, each estimated at 5 gold. Yes. You have that. Ezra, did you return the 15 gold to the ship's uh, money, or did you... So, thank you, cast. Um, that was interesting. We'll see what happens next time. We'll be uh, hopefully either pulled into the situation with Mother or the group will decide to let that leave that in their, behind them in their wake and make their way out to the Sounds ATBMC. Sounds like a plan. But from all of us here, I want to say, Cass, thank you very much. Joel, great to have you on board the, sh the show finally. That's great. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun as we Joel, go forward. all happy to have Joel finally. Yep. And, great, uh, to be, great to be back. And it was a good night. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you real soon. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas. <laughs>